ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Steve Shabiro. And now I've added myself. <laughs> the show is off to a great start, I'll tell you that. You cannot tell me that you get to all. Sandra Golden. You created, sell one of your children. It's not a big deal. Hey, Rusty Menzel. Everybody's trying to be dads and businessmen. And Drew Butler. And now that she just won the album of the year last night, see if you can parlay that with some Travis Kelsey magic on Sunday. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Friday morning on the Sports Talk Radio leader of Atlanta and the Southeast. It is the Steakhouse. Open for business. And hopefully you guys enjoy uh, the next 120 minutes or so. How has your week been, Miss Sandra? So far, so good. I'm so excited to see the sun coming out because it was yucky this morning. I know a lot of y'all were stuck in traffic. 85 was shut down from about 6.30 to 8. Driving in from Driving the lake? Driving in for the Well, not. I was fine from 20, but it was raining pretty good on me, and now it's beautiful out. Yeah, it's going to be a big golf day around mm-hmm. Atlanta for sure. And weekend, the AMS for Atlanta Motor Speedway to just experience what's going to be perfect weather for the race on Sunday and Saturday. Yeah, and all folks will be in T-shirts drinking cold beer yeah. because it's going to be 60. Virtually the entire weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So spring is here. Yep, time to. I uh, have decided. Get. Oh yeah, I think we're. I think we're over the hump here. Yeah. I mean, uh, not only um, is baseball in full swing down in Florida, but I get the race, which always is a special time of year. March Madness means the Masters is four weeks away. Three, four yeah, weeks April away. April fourth, fifth, some. That's the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same week as the national championship. So yeah, this is a uh, unique time of year here in the southeast for all these events that are going to be going on. Right. So. Um, I heavy heart in asking about all of you guys with students at the University of Georgia and the tragedy. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, I have a daughter, a freshman, uh, which, who's been on here before we've talked about. What's going on in Athens over the last 48 hours is just, it's unbelievable. And it's, uh, you know, for two, for two sets of parents, it's their worst nightmare. For an entire campus, it's sending shockwaves. But... Um, there was a uh, young man that took his life two nights ago in Sophie's dorm, which is well known. Uh, it's in all the papers and whatnot at Brumby, where you know we've talked about where mm-hmm, she lives. Mm-hmm. And then within twelve, that went to Marist. Yeah, that went to Marist. Mm-hmm, young man, so a lot of, a lot, of a lot of kids mm-hmm. are coming home to to be with the family this weekend. Uh, a lot of folks uh, know that gentleman. And then within twelve hours after it, a young lady goes for a run. Down there by the intramural fields, the lake area, and um, somebody didn't hear from her. It was a, I forget what they call that. Wellness check. Wellness Mm -hmm. check. And uh, absolute worst nightmare uh, found um, beaten and murdered in the woods. Essentially, that's on campus, really. It's really close. Yeah. So um, somewhere. It's where a lot of kids go to run and walk, and it's beautiful. Absolutely. mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Sophia told me that her and her friends were going to go down there the same day and say, let's go for a walk. It's nice weather. Let's go down to the lake there. So uh, they have shut down the campus in terms of of classes um, all day today. Last night, spring break is coming up. I don't know what they're going to do next week. You know, for folks like uh, a lot of our listeners, right, um, they have the luxury of bringing their kids home or the kids are, are uh, you know, figuring out where to be. They, sure. they don't want to be in Athens, obviously. But for a lot of families, listen, they get thousands and thousands of families um, from all over the world at the University of Georgia yeah. that are like, 
you know, and what's what's really happening now is all those out of town kids are coming back to Atlanta and 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 uh, close enough so they have somewhere to go for the weekend. But um, listen, you know, it, it's the it's the last. They haven't caught who did it. Is the bit the issue of you know there's they're they're stopping cars now, and I'm not sure where I was actually in Athens yesterday, and there was a lot of police. I didn't know this had happened just yeah. yet, and I just thought, God, there's a lot of police and car uh, roads blocked off. So there were checking cars, and you had to have your student ID to get past point A, point B. So it's just. Can you just imagine terrible. the resources mm-hmm. that are being executed to try to figure out what happened and. Get that campus feeling somewhat safe, and right? And cameras everywhere now. I know. But, listen, I mean, that's down by a lake in the woods and everything else, you know? I mean, anything in downtown Athens completely filled with cameras. Um, anything near the dorms, obviously. But, you know, that's a, a kind of a funky area because it's down by the woods at a track. And yeah, there's a drop-off, like an extreme kind of drop-off, almost like a um, you were looking down on a track, if you will, yes. so it goes down a little. Yep. So... You know, how are you going to feel safe as a parent? I mean, obviously, you're, you're looking into the, um, the mental health of your kid and, and how they're doing. There's counselors all over her dorm. Um, and, you know, but listen, I, nobody knows how to you – know, there's, there's no uh, guidebook for how to deal with that. Certainly. Other than to say, just talk to your friends. Come home if you want. She's making plans to uh, be away with her friends, whether it's here or somewhere else. And, uh, and, and just, you know, the, the – you know, you don't have kids, but all you, you have – so many friends who do, and the moms tell you, the level, this anxiety thing with young people and teenagers and social media and stress. And, um, you know, I was talking about it with uh, Drew or Rusty the last couple of days. Like, you know, guys, and I'm not saying we didn't have some anxiety. It's a whole different level of, of anxiety that you just didn't talk about as an 18 or 19-year-old boy when we were growing up. Suicide rates is the number two cause of death. For young people, is suicide. Mm-hmm. So to have that happen for a young man that went to Marist, that was at the University of Georgia with their whole life ahead of him, I was devastated to hear the news. I didn't know him personally, but I can only imagine the family. You have everything in the world to live for, and all you want is to somebody to tell the kid like that, it, it will get better. Like, you know, there you have a whole life ahead of you and whatever you're feeling. But, listen, um, anybody will tell you who's had suicidal thoughts, there's not – there's not rational thinking of what's right. forward. Right. So that's a lot of stuff going on. I know there's a lot of parents of teenagers that are scared to death about the influence of social media, of anxiety, of should my kids be on medication? Should they not? Anti- I mean, it's it's overwhelming, right, yeah. to process. And I don't, I don't have – I'm certainly not going to get in a soapbox – on, on telling you what your kids should be medicated or not medicated or antidepressants. I can tell you that social media and the phone and all this stuff I've been talking to parents, just how awful it is. It's cruel. For, for creating extra anxiety, right? You know the whole thing with all their friends, the TikTok thing where you can see where all 15 of your friends are at any time? Right. You know they all yeah. do that? Yeah. So, like, you know that, oh, those four are over there, and I wasn't invited because I just hit the thing, and the map comes up. You know where everybody is. So right. not only can you see where you weren't invited on social media, now you can hit TikTok and see where everybody is or you weren't as well. I mean, it's just so over the top, you know, and it creates so much added um, anxiety. So, yeah, that campus, I've been reading the Athens Banner Herald. I've been reading the AJC, been keeping up to date with my daughter. They, they are, you know, Georgia's had a lot of wonderful things happen, you know, um, 
Enrollment's up to an all-time level. Sandra, academics have never been higher. The success of sports, but there's but there's always another side of it. Oh, yeah. Not, nothing ever – life is not a perfect, it you is, know, yeah. uh, upswing mm-hmm. for, for, um, for that president, uh, Jeremy Moorhead, I think it is. He's dealing with mm-hmm. crisis. No, this is crisis. This is crisis. This is national at the high, Yeah, mm-hmm. at the highest level. So, anyway, thoughts and prayers. It sounds, you know, almost too – pablum to say it in that manner but obviously to the families dealing with that and to anybody who's got kids over there that are working through that so that's happening as well our job is to give you two hours of sports talk conversation the stuff to update you on that story of course we will do that we have a show in atlanta georgia i have a kid in georgia so we'll update you if there's some of the no, talk i think about. a lot of people are thinking about that this morning yeah for sure well mm-hmm. it's it's yeah that news is everywhere yeah and especially for folks who knew the young man um, that passed the other night. So let's get to 9 and 9 to find out what else is going on. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9 on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Braves baseball is back. Spring's training style. First game is tomorrow in Tampa. Braves and Rays at 1 o'clock. If you're wondering who's going, who's pitching, we don't know yet. But if you want to just kind of date back five days, Strider through on Monday – so if I were a betting person, Strider's going to throw his one or two innings this morning, uh, and they'll be on a bus. I do not think they'll schlep everybody an hour and a half to Tampa. Uh, so don't look too much into who's on the roster and who's not. So uh, we'll keep you updated as soon as they make some sort of announcement. Can you imagine what these first few series are going to look like when we finally get to see this team yeah, again? You yeah. know, I haven't seen them since. So excited since we won Game Two against Philadelphia in that dramatic fashion, which started the whole. Orlando, Arcia, oh. Bryce Harper stuff. That's the last time we got to see our Braves. Um, and then, I mean, a few new names, some bench guys, starting pitcher, but for the most part, this is your roster, man. How do you like Ronald Acuna working the English, trying to uh, get I back? applaud it. I applaud it because I know he's been able to speak English for a while, but yeah. he wasn't confident enough to go give it a go. So I just think that's such a big deal for him to do that. He's doing everything right, y'all. He really, really is. I'm so proud for him. Hawks back to work tonight. They have Toronto in town uh, as the post-All-Star All-Star Fund begins. 7.30, first tip. And uh, we'll cover it here at 7 o'clock, home of the Hawks. Toronto did play last night. Uh, they were hosting Brooklyn. They beat the Nets 121-93. to Magic are here on Sunday night if you want to go. I know you mentioned you were going to try to maybe head down to State Farm on Sunday. Yeah, good three-game home stretch if you want to watch the Hawks and see if we got anything cooking for second half of the season. Um, obviously, tonight, Sunday, Orlando, Tuesday, I think it's the Utah Jazz. So three opportunities to see. Not good news about uh, Emeka Okongu, who... Out indefinitely. Day-Day, mm-hmm. that is not... Mm-hmm. Anytime you see a lot of Bruno Fernandez... Yeah, not good. And, just, and, and, we I don't mean, talk about Bruno. Yeah, and the fact that Quinn literally just told us that they can just stay healthy... And to get this start, he going. said he was confident that maybe a Congo would be okay. Yeah. Remember, he, mm-hmm. he joined us on uh, Wednesday. Well, what he was hoping for and what the reality is are not the same because that's that's a tough way to start the second half. And Clint Capella, we all know he's got some road miles on him. So whatever, overcome it. A lot of injuries in the league. Do what you have to do. I did watch. Uh, I did watch the Mavs and Suns last night. Woo! Kyrie still that dude, bro. Dude. dude. Kyrie Irving is sick. I mean, I don't like him, and he has been a problem, you know, but he's one of the most unique basketball players that has ever lived. He's ridiculous. They beat the uh, they beat the Suns last night. 
Uh, Five Stripe Nations, let's go. Atlanta United begins their season Saturday against the MLS Cup champ in Columbus Crew. I see Mike Conti's got all his luggage. They are heading out. That's at 2 o'clock. Make sure to listen. We are your home of Atlanta United. And the Ambetter Health 400. They're turning left at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. The uh, NASCAR Series race 230 on Fox on Sunday. Drivers absolutely love the new AMS. They have 28-degree banking in the turns. It is You have to be really smart and strategic. Your favorite is Joey Logano to win it. William Byron, who took Daytona last week also. Keep your eye on him if you're a betting person. Good stuff. By the way, uh, we were talking about opening day Braves. It's a Friday afternoon, April 5th, against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So that's... Uh, I think they opened the season in Philly and Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's going to be till April 5th till we get to see them live. Back in home. person. Yep. yep. So um, excited. Hey, when we come back, uh, listen, um, I, I don't want to get another soapbox, but like I talked about Jay Williams dissing Caitlin Clark. You got another coach, uh, another guy who's like, oh, I didn't really mean what I said. You know, these things. You know, Microphones. Yeah. We kind of know Rick Pitino doing a mea culpa. Was it okay what he said about his team? And is the apology make up for it? We'll get into that. Talk a little Braves. Lots happening. Sandy, steak, fastest two hours on Sports Radio 92. Nine, the game. Back to more of the fastest and most fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. On Sports Radio 92. Nine, the game. Night 23, 9 o'clock hour on Sports Radio 92.9. The game is brought to you by our friends at Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Listen, a lot of guys here are listening to the show, um, and women, but a lot of men are coaches. You may coach 8-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds. You may coach JV or high school. You may be coaching college. Um, and I think I want to hear your thoughts possibly on Rick <laughs> Rick Pitino. God bless him, man. Man of a thousand scandals who, uh, uh, gosh, went after his team the other night. We'll play the cuts for you, and he has an apology, I think. And just in general, how far can you push kids these days? What can you say about him? Damon Stoudemire, I know you have thoughts on that as well, Sandy, from the other uh, night. The uh, conversation most of this week, Sandra, has been about – you know, Justin Fields and the follow and the unfollow and who I'm fo- and who I'm in touch with, answering questions about the Falcons, answering questions about his frustration. I want this to end. Um, it's making me anxious. I want it to be over. And the consensus, at least myself and Drew yesterday, was like, that's adorable that you want this to be over. But, you know, when it is over, you're going to be paid an incredible amount of money. Um, you are going to have every opportunity to be a uh, multi-multi-millionaire starter in the NFL. And the Bears are in no hurry to show their cards in terms of getting the best for Justin Fields, even though conventional wisdom in Vegas has Atlanta by far as the lead for him to be starting here next year. Have you ever heard that term, mystery is better than the history? No. Mystery. Mystery is better than a history. So... If I was in Justin Fields' camp, I would say to him, the moratorium on you is there is nothing to be said. Right. No podcasts, nothing on social media. You are basically the most mysterious man on earth. Right. You have zero to gain 
from causing drama. Zero. Yeah, even the notion, Sandra, I know that's how Randy explained to us, you express your dissatisfaction. Like, literally, that's what you do is you unfollow your team. You follow other teams. Now he's following Bijan and Drake and the Falcons and, you know, which I don't know what the win there is. I guess that's part of how you express yourself in this modern-day social media. But, um, you know, it, it's a variation of your mom saying, take the high road, there's less traffic up there. Yep. And I'm not suggesting Justin's not taking the high road. No, I'm but just I would saying agree that you're you. talking too much. There's too much noise coming out of your camp yeah, with I mean, nothing to say because you're just – you're almost like, come over here, look at the spotlight – that the team that drafted me 11th overall doesn't want me anymore. Now we're paying more attention. I don't get it. I don't see a win for Justin Fields talking about it at all. You're going to end up somewhere as the perennial starter with a chance to earn one of those uh, obscene quarterback starting salaries in the next couple of years or sooner. It'll all work out. It's first-class problems, right? You know, we're talking to a guy later, C.J. Nikowski, who played on like eight major league teams, yeah. right? And Japan. <laughs> you know, like he, it, but, just, and, yeah. I mean, I only mention him because I'm looking at our, our sheet. And my point is like, you know, and and not to mention all the guys out there that are worried about massive layoffs for their jobs, which are happening now, mid, major corporations or guys that travel like. And I'm not saying that Justin Fields is asking, what was me? But when he goes, this is really frustrating. I want it to be over. Like, you know, buddy, it, it's going to play out. You'll be under center in New England, or you'll be under center. Put your head down, in, go in, work out, in go Atlanta. vacation, turn off your phone. Yeah. Turn, like well, you right cannot there. control right what's going on. Turn off your phone. I, I was watching matter. a rant the other day. Like, you know, the stress is only caused by you continuing to read rumors about everything. Instead of saying, "I'm going to work out," I'm going to shut down social, and I'll find out where I'm going in the next four to six weeks. You know, I I think what's fascinating is we have no idea how the Atlanta Falcons feel about him. We have no idea, as Raheem Morris and his crew have been watching all this Justin Fields tape, like, are they like, this is our guy? Or are they like, way too big a gamble for what we're going to have to pay? Rather just pay all that money and go get Kirk Cousins, who we know has won at this level, who we know has won playoff games. Like, we just, and of course the Falcons have no reason to show their card. So it's a game of cat and mouse, right, the Bears. Falcons have to get it right. I agree with Drew 1,000%. Overspend. Who cares? You have one chance, y'all, to get this this so fan base back. So do you believe back. the overspend means if you get Kirk Cousins, you oh, got it right? Uh, whatever he wants. What right. it, <coughs> so you consider whatever, whoever Kirk you Cous- decide is your king to, king to the promised land. Just write a check because it's supply and demand, y'all. Who's available and what teams? Well, need. there's only one guy that you're gonna have to out. I mean, you're gonna outbid everybody for Kirk Cousins because, mm-hmm. or if you consider Russell Wilson, and I mean, I don't think anybody. Thinks that Russell Wilson is as short a bet as Kirk Cousins right now. Otherwise, Justin it, Fields is in the chatter when there's four teams that are interested. Right. So you're saying offer more, but then you're not offering your number eight pick overall. You don't want to give up number one pick. Not with this defense that we talked about yesterday. It's not really bringing back anybody that can rush the quarterback with any consistency. So, I mean, and again, nothing's guaranteed. Do you feel like could Justin Fields excel here and go to the postseason? Yeah. Could we be talking about late turnovers, terrible road record, which is what he had, and that we don't feel good about re-signing? Because, by the way, if Justin Fields doesn't work out, we're going to be talking about all next year the fact that we're not going to re-up his contract right. and we're back in the quarterback That's business. exactly right. So, you know. Um, and those draft picks, I get more and more scared. When you talk about the draft that Justin Fields was in, off the, the top three were Trevor Lawrence, 
Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Yeah. Two of those right? three are adorable. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I, you you have such a chance of the of the draft. It's such Here's what a, I think's oh. going to happen, Dave. I don't know what you think of this. I think New England is, especially if it's Drake May, is going to have to go Marvin Harrison Jr., who's the best player in the draft. And and maybe it's Mac Jones, but we're but you know the the best player in the draft is Marvin Harrison Jr., who's going to be a top receiver for ten years without a doubt. And, and I don't think that they're going to take a shot. Look what Sandra just said. There's three guys in and that I draft. Think what only year one do you want to go through of two thirds of what you like thought Jayden was going to be did, great did not work out? Yeah, I think that there's going to be a quarterback that is not top three. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're Jared Mayo, you go Marvin Harrison. We haven't had a Number one receiver. My receiver, right. You know, like, th- this is a guy that – and if they think they can fix Mac Jones, who was, by the way, on the Pro Bowl two years ago, two years ago that guy was a Pro Bowl, in the, a rookie, and in the playoffs. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's two years ago. So if they think they can fix him, they take Marvin Harrison Jr., and now the Drake May, because I think it's going to be Daniels and Caleb Williams right at the top, and then everything is thrown around as well. But I, I don't see New England – Taking Drake May at three, not not when they have Mac Jones and Marvin Harrison sitting there. No, not unless they trade that trade, trade that, it down. Trade it down. That's the only way. Don't you just want Marvin Harrison Jr. if you're in New England to say this this guy like we don't have to worry. They've been so bad at receiver for so long. And I don't want to go too much, but I think New England is fascinating at three, right? Yeah, I mean Marvin Harrison is just fascinating because even if you're the Bears, as bad as Caleb Williams. Should be that number one pick. How do you like walk away from a wide receiver that, like that? I mean, he's like he, he's AJ Green, Julio Jones type. That's what he is. Let me play Rick Pitino for you the other day. Here he was after the game, not happy with his team, and says they make me miserable. Essentially, I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even even the Celtics when we lost, enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year. But this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had Un- since I've been coaching. Unbelievable. No, that was unbelievable. Even on that awful Celtics teams I coached, I enjoyed every minute. What he's essentially saying, and words matter, I enjoyed every minute of that team this is the worst experience ever. And they're winning a lot more than that Celtics team. Right. And he just told you a guy by name can't move laterally. Here he is. Is it after beating Georgetown, I assume, the other night? Here is Rick Pitino trying to go back on that. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back, and I said to my staff, anybody in the guys, any of them upset? said a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. I didn't mean it when I mentioned you by name. When I gave the name and said you can't move laterally, didn't address the part about, now he's talking about the moving laterally thing, right? What about the part where he said this is the most unenjoyable experience I've ever had? It's like you were saying, Sandra, about Damon Stoudemire the other night saying, I'm going to eventually get my own guys in I here. can't wait to get my guys in here. <laughs> right. Yeah, so then you got to walk in that gym the next day and go, okay, I don't see your guys here today. What are we supposed to do? I have a hard time just personally if I know my boss is, you know, if Mike Conti says, I, we're blowing all these shows up, boom, we're getting new people in here. I'm going to have a hard time going to work. Yeah. I don't or, like or it. Maybe- and by the way, 
I guarantee you, you can remember something that someone said about you, probably verbatim, because you can't unhear right. it. Here's more Rick Pitino kind of apologizing. And I'm really, really proud to have them, but I totally apologize to them for doing that. It was no intent. I was very calm, very collected, and uh, I wasn't ripping them. That wasn't my intent, but words matter. Um, I just need them to move laterally. If they would just <laughs> move laterally, if I think we could all get along. Well, we are the world. We are moving laterally. You know what you can't take back at all is you said, because that's really you about. You can't unhear it. You, you, you can't take back when you said, this is the most unenjoyable coaching experience I've of my had. life. Yeah, there you go. Right? So, that like, what do you do with that? The parents of those kids. And it, it's like, you know. You know, Wednesdays with Rusty is some of the most unpleasant two hours of radio I have to do. <laughs> and then Rusty's going to come in here, right? <laughs> Rusty rocks. I survive it, but it's unpleasant. Like, just stupid. Like, words matter. And it's the opposite here, right? Because we got a great thing going. But, yeah. How do, you, how, how do you throw that out there? And then I don't even think he walked it back, right? How well did he walk that back? Not really. I told him I loved him. I love him. him. I love him. I loved him. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have called him out laterally. (laughs) (laughs) Classic, man. All right, when we come back, it's the tailgate. There is a real live Stetson Bennett update. Is he closer to being back in the National Football League than you think? We finally have some answers. Steak and Sandra, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The show just hits different. It's the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We are the radio station that you are spending more time with than at any point in history of sports radio. As the ratings from our start of the year... I snuck into Conti's office. It's it's a good time. It's a good time. You know, Mike Conti's got his game face on today because he's got Atlanta United he coming does, up, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You, you have to. You notice Day Day? He's got his uh, game face on today. Oh yeah, definitely. He's ready. I was like, bro, I saw those those numbers. Like, you should be celebrating. You just were in Alabama for four days hanging out. Like, you don't have a care in the world right now. Like, things are. You know, United starting. Atlanta Hawks are back and they're doing their thing tonight. This Falcons off-season talk is going to be great for the station. All those things are happening at once. and But, you know, you know how guys are uh, start of a season. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of guys in the start of a season, um, C.J. Nikowski uh, is joining us for Buy or Sell live from Brave Spring Training. Yes, he that's, is. That's coming up in uh-huh. a little bit. 10-20. Yeah, the uh, 9 o'clock hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. AdvancedHair.com. Listen, can you- I bring up something about uh, baseball and their uniforms? Do you know this controversy with this MLB fanatics? Have you guys all seen this and how the pants are all see through? Well, Twitter, God bless, went up and got in some people's business. And by business, I mean, I saw way too much for some major league baseball players yesterday. That's how see through they are. That's how see through they are. Yeah. So you're seeing like how healthy uh, folks are? Or not. Either way. So, and yeah. are they getting, and are more they getting, importantly. Are they getting t- called out for that? I'm telling you, nobody needs to see that. So, And by the way, when they go to tuck in the yeah. their, the jersey, you can see all of it. When you bend Serious? over it, you see all of it. Do you it. guys notice that? I mean, not that you were looking, but 
Oh. It wasn't really trying to stare. <laughs> yes. Right. It's kind of like. You can't unsee that. It's really? like Rick Patino's words. Yeah, you that's it is it. one of those type of things where, like she says, they, it's they there, bend over and you're just like, oh, my God, what just happened to I, me? I also just had, I just, I, I will tell you, I get a big kick. Um, so what are they going to do, by the way? They're going to have to fix that, right? Well, listen, may, the Players Union is involved now because not only that, there's a, there's a stupid, like, band on your sleeve here. Every why why are you messing with the uniforms that, that Must were be basically a huge deal with fanatics? Well, Michael let's Rubin. Buy, keep. I hope they kept the receipt because yeah. they're all coming back and they're going to be in discounted at TJ Maxx and you're going <laughs> to get some of the game worn and it's going to be great because they are. By the way, they're ugly. Yeah. They're, they look super cheap. They look like something's like the knockoff that you buy on the corner. Right. No, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own. I'm gonna do my entire. My own intense investigation in the break. You should. So you're welcome. Rel- you're welcome, everybody. Relatively speaking. Also, I just noticed. I didn't see this yesterday. You know, Larry in the truck. Our buddy uh, Larry. Larry. Yeah. Yes. He sent me a video message on Twitter, which I, which I do like that Larry doesn't text me back. He actually films himself and he responds. Well, he's driving all day. He's one of he, our. And he re- he's best not listeners. he's not happy with me. What he's you not. Do? I had a Jay Williams rant yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see what, what Larry said, Day Day? Did you watch it? So I said, I don't understand um, why Jay Williams would go out of his way to say what he said about Caitlin Clark, say she's not great. I said, Is it, you know, it, it feels like there's almost like, because she's this, you know, diminutive little white girl that it bothers him that she is now the king of the sport and there's like a, an agenda. And I'm not calling him racist. I'm saying it bothers, like I can't figure it out. And, and, yeah, sometimes, you know, it goes both ways. You know, uh, white people are, are, are biased. Black people are biased. It feels like there was a bias there. And Larry's like, you had no right to bring that up about Jay Williams. You have no idea what's in his heart. Listen, I, I'll take it as constructive criticism. Okay. Larry said he may not engage with the show. We, we may be on a, I may have be on suspension, right? Oh, and I don't want to be on suspension. Mm-hmm. I've no, been, no. My wife's put me on suspension um, other radio stations have put me on suspension, some longer than others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now Larry in a truck is sounds like I'm going to be Larry, suspended. come back to us. Turn yeah. that frown upside down. He didn't mean it. Yeah. He just, a lot of times just as we're just spitballing here. Yeah, like I mean, I get a lot of extemporaneous. He didn't mean it. It's a lot of extemporaneous speaking. That is true. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Is Larry a Duke fan? Uh, no, no. He, he liked what he said, but he says, I shouldn't have brought up the race word. And I didn't really bring it up. I was like, I don't know what Jay Williams agenda. You were screaming, and you—I could see you going down that rabbit hole. I was in my car, and I was like, "Uh oh," because you were—you got yourself worked. How up. do you take yeah. the most? How do you take the greatest? Scorer I think it's just more. Of, col- forget what color she is. It's the female thing that bugs people. Yeah, but he's—he's he's backing up uh, Diana Taurasi. Oh, she's white, so mm, maybe that was all right. Good well, one. we, we, yeah. we no, tried to move tried. laterally, <laughs> and it didn't go well. So, so, so we my, really tried to how, move. How do you? How do you? Don't get me started. How do you take the highest scorer in the history of college sports basketball and go? She's not great. Like, how do you? Just forget about Please. it. Please. Don't even. Yeah. It's time to tailgate. No, Maybe tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sean McVay did a State of the Union yesterday from Rams headquarters, and mostly because he's lost six of his best coaches. Obviously, Raheem and Zach and Jimmy. And uh, guess who is... McVeigh's very best friend, which I did not know this. Raheem Morris. 
Raheem Morris, he said, that is my very best wow. friend. And I am so proud for him. And he was singing rave reviews. But also was asked when they were just talking about a lot of roster changes, a lot of what's coming, and then this happened. What is, um, you know, being sensitive to the situation, but but what what is the situation with Stetson Bennett? And how, if at all, is that going to impact you guys in terms of looking for another quarterback? Yeah, I think the first thing is, is, is you connect with him, which, you know, we'll do that at the appropriate time and you figure out or where are you at, and um, and is this something that we feel like is is best for him and for our football team to bring him back into this ecosystem? Yeah, that that's a lot of nothing. Uh, if Stetson Bennett was in any way a part of the Rams' immediate future, he'd be living out there. He'd be working out. He'd have a relationship with his new uh, coordinators. He'd be basically. No, we don't know that he's not out there right now. No, he's not. He, I mean, you know, he's not there. I, I, I know. I places, don't know. I, I know. I'm, I'm, He's not a part of the Rams. You already just said we'll, we'll reach we'll reach out to him when the time's right. He's not in the building. He's not working out. He's not a factor. Listen, Stetson Bennett, God bless. I hope he gets you – know, we talked about mental health earlier and the tragedy that happened in Georgia. Stetson Bennett obviously has a lot of personal demons that he is grappling with. That's not, you know, uh, uh, that's not, you know, happenstance or just fodder. Right. You know, you knew it a little bit when he was at Georgia. You knew it after the incident in Dallas. You knew it when he was all of a sudden a third-round pick that could have been playing last year, and he was already off the team. In a perfect situation in L.A. He was so, in the best. Yeah. So he is still trying probably to figure it out. But to me, what I hear from Sean McVay is we absolutely are not ready to count on Stetson Bennett sure. in any way. Yeah, we're, we're pulling for you, Stetson, so hope you can get it together. Uh, Rusty Mansell told you. Last December was one big cluster mess when it came to signing day, the portal, the top 25, the announcement, the date. So last year, I'll remind you, the final college football playoff top 25 came out December 3rd. The portal window opened the very next day, December 4th. National signing day was just over two weeks later on December the 20th. That is about to change, as Rusty told you that it would. It looks like coming up this year, They will have signing day the Wednesday before the championship weekend, which is December 4th. And then that'll give you a chance to lock it in before the transfer portal would open two weeks later. Which, by the way, solves a lot of problems. Yeah, well, they they had to start pivoting because it's nowhere near the same climate as it was when it was very clear signing day and then early signing day. And now there's just way too much other stuff going on. They had to change. This EA College football story, college football, the game coming out, is just so intriguing. So EA Sports announced that they will be paying. They will be paying each kid that opts in, okay? All 134 teams are represented. Each kid has a chance to opt in. So if you're on the roster, you can opt in, and you will get a $600 payout plus a free game. So if you're doing your math at home, I guess the game is around $70. So a $670 payout. If you choose to opt in, all right? Girl math quick. There's over 11,000 FBS college football players. You're spending about $6.6 million on NIL deals for a game that was doing $80 million in annual sales before it was discontinued 10 years ago. So this is a relative drop in the bucket to EA Sports. Yeah, but you're also taking care of thousands and thousands and thousands of college you're football players. You're taking care of the long snapper. That doesn't, get, you don't know his listen, name. Listen, 98% of kids are not getting any real NIL money, right? So you're giving them something. You also get to live on 
in 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 like listen is it, you guys tell me where does where does this sport rank in terms of video gaming isn't this one of the all-time most popular sports in history yeah i don't play i don't play this but i even put on twitter today about do gals play this is this a girl dad kind of thing or are you playing it's just football? a very very popular game that now you're you're a part of forever if you're making real nil money it, you know so so obviously the quarterback isn't going to get the same but at least they are getting something if you want to be included i agree right. with you it's kind of like well i don't want to not be there right you know, like, like carson be... beck has it could say 600 bucks is nothing i'm not going to be in there right and ea sports is kind of like okay that's adorable we'll just move on or we'll, or we'll have yeah you have no leverage at all well to say. yeah like they don't need you the the, the sport is is popular enough the game is. Yeah. They don't need you. Right. But a Quinn yours or a or or, or the big names out there. Well, I just said Carson Beck. Yeah. Favorite to win the Heisman. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be in I there. I just feel like just do it. Take your 670 and move on. And yeah, you get I mean, your money elsewhere. Not everything has to be. They're going to make a lot of money. They also spent a bunch that, uh, to, to create that game and all the announcers. David Pollock's one of the announcers, along with all the ESPN guys. Uh, yeah, there's Jesse 20- Palmer mm-hmm. is Kirk uh, Herbstreit, Chris Fowler, Reese Davis. Uh, I was glad Pollock was um, in, in there as well. Twenty five have been listed. Yeah, no Pat McAfee in the mix, but I don't think Pat McAfee probably wanted to be a part of. It. He's not a traditional game announcer, but neither is Pollock. There's so. also no um, none of the no sideline females. reporters or studio hosts. Which uh, I, I look at the big names: Holly Rowe, Laura Rutledge, which I also I found a little strange. Jen Lotta. I mean, the name goes go Tiffany. I don't know the game. But I don't think they have sideline reporters. Maybe they they don't. So. I know Pam Oliver got paid for doing the NFL. Yes. So that I don't know what's going on there. So the NFL game, which was I don't know. Which I believe part. it was Madden. Okay. Because I remember talking about it. Are there sideline reporters included. in Madden? Yes. At all? Okay. Again, paid if nothing else. Yeah. All right. Is that everything? That's it. All right. So you said some long snappers gonna go to Longhorn and treat everybody, right? I just say I think it's good that they have an opportunity. The third string running back is going to have the same opportunity yeah. in that particular instance. Hey, so, I don't think it's like don't die on that hill of well I should be getting more for EA Sports. I agree. It's not happening. When we come back, Shannon Sharp. I don't know how this podcast has taken over the world, but it has. Another viral moment keeps happening. Johnny Manziel. Listen to what he has to say about Reggie Bush. I think you'll have a reaction. A reaction. We'll do that when we come back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.